Hey friend, welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast with me, your host, Robin Ryan McDonald. My guest today shares my passion for health and Jesus. We are totally cut from the same cloth in so many different ways, but particularly in believing wholeheartedly in the power of putting Jesus first in our health. She has an awesome story of how doing this one thing opened the door for her to experience the health she'd been chasing. I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, and I'm especially excited for you to hear her practical tips that made all the difference in being able to create a truly healthy lifestyle that lasts. And one practical way you can start creating a healthy lifestyle is by going through the Confidently His five-day devotional my team and I put together. In these five days, you will have the opportunity to receive encouragement and hope for yourself as you fix your eyes on the one who made you. You can download this for free at visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash confident, or just use the link in the show notes. Without further ado, let's get into today's conversation. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. I am so excited. I know I always say I'm so excited and then I always give a reason why I'm so excited. But my guest today, Lauren Joyce, I've had the privilege of being on her podcast And when I found her podcast, I was reading the titles of her episodes, listening to her content, seeing what she's doing. And for anybody, (laughs) anybody who is a Nacho Libre fan, there's the one scene where he's talking to Encarnacion and she like shares her favorite things. And he's like, no way. Those are all my favorite things to do too. (laughs) I just feel like everything Lauren's doing, I'm like, oh my gosh, like why? Are we like literally completely synced on all the things? So let me tell you a little bit about Lauren. She is a mom to two wonderful young boys. She is a wife to a fabulous husband, and she is a healthy living and biblical mindset coach. But most importantly, she is a Jesus loving encourager and Lauren helps Christian moms prioritize their health so that they can get to a weight they love, live with more energy and less stress all while keeping God as the focus on their health journey. Lauren believes living healthy can be simple, 
and fun and ultimately allow you to deepen your relationship with the Lord and help you create the mom life you love. Seriously, like that could have been my bio. Like we're just like the same person. Lauren, welcome to the show. I'm so, so excited to have you. Uh, thank you so much, Robin, for having me on. I'm so excited for the chance to to speak to your audience as well. And yes, I totally just agree that we are like two peas in a pod in the words that we <laughs> use and um, just the things that we love to talk about. So I'm super excited for this conversation. Me too. And I would just love for everybody to get a chance to hear a little bit about your story and your background. I think that is one thing that is actually different about us. We have different <laughs> ways of coming to what we're doing. So yeah, how did you get into health and integrating your faith into your health and supporting others with that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I like to say that my health journey and my like testimony, my walk with the Lord um, kind of really go hand in hand, which I know we're going to get into a little bit more today. Um, but, you know, I came to know the Lord back in high school. Um, I was always kind of athletic, didn't really care about what I was eating. But, um, you know, I was satisfied in my health journey. I didn't really think much of it. And I was just kind of walking with the Lord. Um, and then, you know, fast forward to several years, lots of years later where I got married and, you know, started expanding my family. You know, I was doing all of the things and, and I wanted to prioritize my health because I knew that, um, in order to walk out the things that the Lord wanted me to do and to strengthen my relationship with him, like I needed to have a healthy physical body. Um, I think what I didn't realize at the time was how, um, to have that holistic approach to it, how to walk with the Lord in my health, instead of seeing it as separate, but more than that, like the emotional and mental health side was really what drew me into um, kind of a deeper understanding of health as a whole and just how everything works together. Um, so coming into motherhood, like I really struggled to prioritize me time and it showed like I was um, an I was an angry mother, like full disclosure, like I yelled all the time. I threw things and it took me way too long to realize that. It was because of this internal struggle that was happening with me. And, you know, I wasn't satisfied with who I was or how I was looking or, I mean, and all the things like I wasn't sleeping and I wasn't new, um, like feeding my body nutritious things. And just, I didn't know, I didn't know. And so that kind of got me started on this journey. Really, it started, um, you know, with the physical health. I got uber into exercising. I was a runner, so I was running marathons and I ended up becoming a personal trainer and getting into that world and of lifting and helping others just with their physical health. And I kind of just came to the realization that like that wasn't satisfying me. And I still felt like I didn't have an understanding of nutrition and what I should be eating. And so I started, I started the diet cycle of, well, I need to lose a couple pounds anyways, and I'm not doing it through exercising. So I'm going to, you know, do these restriction diets type things. And it was so funny. Like my turning point was when I looked in the mirror one time I had gotten to, you know, my goal weight or whatever. And I said to myself, no, I can lose a little bit more. Like I'll look better if I just lose a little bit more. Um, and I did. And it's crazy. Like I was starving. I was hangry. I am a hangry person. And so when I'm hungry, like things don't go well around me. And so, you know, a couple of weeks later, after I had lost even more weight, I remember looking in the mirror and seeing just sunken in cheeks. Like I could see my rib bones and my hip bones sticking out. And it just hit me that like, that wasn't the answer because inside I was still a complete mess. And that's when I felt like the Lord first spoke to me, like, hey, when you put me first, when you're seeking me, 
this mess is going to get figured out and the physical side of it is going to get figured out, but you have to start spending time with me and seeking me. And so I made this commitment to myself to, to sit down and read my Bible every single morning. And then, and I had been a Christian for a really long time, but I had kind of stopped prioritizing that because, you know, whatever, I didn't see the value in it or I wasn't seeing change or, or whatever. And control probably is the root of that issue. Right. <laughs> um, so I, I made that commitment to myself and I sat with the Lord in, in his word every single morning and it felt for a long time, like nothing was changing. And then eventually I saw that the Lord was working in me. Like emotionally, I started to feel more stable. Like mentally, I was able to rest and let go of the anxiousness and the worry. Um, and, and I stopped focusing so much on what I was eating or not eating or whether I was exercising enough. Like I was so obsessed with those things that it was becoming this distraction from what the Lord really wanted to show me, which was, I mean, it really came down to his love and his grace and his goodness and just all of the the more that he had for me when I was finally ready to just let go and like let him lead me where he wanted me. Um, and so, yeah, that's one reason, like Robin, you kind of said when you were reading my bio, but, but I like to say like, I'm super passionate about seeing Christian women break free from diet culture so that they can experience this true confidence and live freely as the women that God created them to be. Because I think the truth is that the enemy uses this world's version of health or our own expectations of health or comparison of health to keep us distracted from the one thing that is most important, and that is Jesus himself. So that's a little bit of my story in a long-winded way. <laughs> I, uh, There's so many golden nuggets in there. So we're going to unpack those things. And I think one for the moms that are listening, I think there's, so, I'm with you on the angry mom club. Um, I'd like to think that I'm, you know, working on my exit. Uh, the, the, the times happen even just, just last night, I was putting both the boys down. I had to do it by myself and it like takes them each an hour. And I, I'm like, should not take this long. I'm trying to rock the baby to sleep. The other one's like, mom. And every time he says mom, the baby like, like wakes, like opens his eyes. And I'm like, but I can't yell to him to stop because it's going to wake the baby up more. And I wanted to be like, like everything in me wanted to yell myself. And I was like, okay, Jesus. (laughs) But it's like that feeling of like anger or like that feeling of feeling out of control. Like you said, like it's so relatable. Um, also, yes to hanger. <laughs> but what I think one of the biggest things I want to unpack more, and I think is so valuable for those who are listening, is that you started down a road and had an objective that was actually very subjective. It was based on not really anything other than like trying trying to feel good based on a certain weight based on a certain look. And, and I love that you came face to face with Jesus and his, his word to you, his promise to you of, of, you know, it's, you got to know who you are in me. Mm -hmm. And I think that, and I know you and I both, (laughs) I want to say geek out on it, but it's not even like a geek thing. It's like, it's just a Christian thing, a following Jesus thing. It's like, if we're trying to pursue a goal with our health, 
outside of our understanding of our identity, outside of understanding God's role in it, it's, it's a losing battle. Can you unpack a little bit more? Why, what, what is the difference between including God in your journey? Like what's the difference in seeking God first in your health? I know you obviously just gave your story, but what would that look like for someone else? What are some things that people can expect or see differently if they put God first? Yeah. Well, I think it comes down to, I mean, when you think about the difference of living by the law and living by grace, like this is one thing, I mean, even like right now at the time of this recording, like the Lord has, has me digging back into the chapters in Romans where, where Paul is talking about, um, you know, breaking free from the law because you are now under grace. Right. But when you think about health by the world standards is a whole bunch of shoulds and shouldn'ts, right? It's yes. you, know, you should eat this, you shouldn't eat this. And people are going to tell you all sorts of different things right? And they're going to say, right. oh, this diet works perfectly if you follow this. Mm-hmm. Well, I read I read that scripture in Romans. And it's so interesting because in my head, I can replace the word law with health. And totally. It's diet like culture. When you're trying to live healthy and get to a, a health standard that the world is trying to define for you, it's like you trying to use the law to earn righteousness from God. Amen. Did that to us. He gifted that to us through the the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross. And and we have the power now to live free of all of that should and that shouldn't and that earning and that striving, right? So that's kind of one side of it. Yes. The other side that I see is is just the the healing journey that the Lord wants to bring you on Mm. because he did away with shame, right? Mm-hmm. How often do we hear about women who are stuck in, in, in the mindset of dieting, right? Or trying to get to a certain weight or trying to seek after, you know, so feeling like so-and-so or looking like so-and-so. We have that comparison. And when we can't do it, when we can't live up to that standard, we feel like we're not good enough or we feel ashamed that we couldn't do the thing that someone else can do when the Lord never said to do that, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. He never asked you to do the same thing that someone else is doing. He wants that personal relationship with you. He created created you uniquely and you relate to him uniquely and he has unique things for you um, to do and to hear from him and to walk out with him. And our health is no different than that. So when we get to partner with the Lord in our health, we get the opportunity. We are given the opportunity to ask, Lord, what do you want for me and my health right now? Because if we're doing it for someone else or we're doing it outside of his timing or outside of an understanding of his grace and his love, it's going to be a waste of our time and our energy. But when we're walking in step with where he's leading us, we have his favor on us, right? We are walking mm-hmm. the way that he wants us. And we get to just grow in that intimacy with him. Mm-hmm. Like I think about this, like if we just saw our health journey as an avenue that the Lord was using to deepen our relationship with himself, how different would we see it? Like yes. health is not an end goal. It's not a weight that I'm trying to get to. It's not a feeling that I'm trying to pursue. It's I get to walk with the Lord every day through what I'm eating and through how I'm moving my body and, and the emotions that I'm feeling and the thoughts that are consuming my mind. I get, I get to let the Lord into all of that. 
And I get to hear him speak his truth and get rid of the lies that I'm believing so that I can Mm -hmm. live more fully how he's called me to live, which is to impact other people's lives. Yes. So many things in there I want to highlight. One, I think people, it is so important to understand the difference between law and grace and how that applies to our health. That is such an important touch point. And it's one of the main things that I drill with my clients. It's it's so funny because the two pillars that I focus on with my clients is that we're grace fueled and we're vision driven, which are the two things that I hear you saying is like, we got to understand that we've got God's grace. Like he already, like he, he, he fulfilled the law. Like we get to partner with him. We get to hear him. And like my whole thing, the vision driven health podcast, like we're being driven by the vision that God has placed on our hearts. And that is actually unique to each person. And I love your passion for partnering with God, but also to hear him, like to have that intimate relationship with him. Because if we don't, then even still, like it's not, it, 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 it's, it's falling back into the law because it's like, oh, well, this person who follows Jesus does this or like, so it should be. And we could fall, it's so easy to fall back into the should be's and the, the do's and the don'ts. And one other thing that you said that I think is really important to highlight has to do with uh, this, this idea of, of partnering with God and doing so in a way that allows us to understand what to eat and not to eat. And, and also, like you said, the, it, it, what, what did you say? What if we, what if we pursued health for the sake of, of growing in our relationship with the Lord? And I actually have found that health is this really unique place that's very vulnerable. And it actually reveals a lot of areas of our heart that need Jesus. I remember working with one client and uh, and this happens. I don't know if you experienced this, Lauren, but it happens a lot with clients where all of a sudden they just stop replying and that shame has creeped in and they feel like, you know, me or my assistant coach are just like, there to, I don't even know what they think, but it's like, we're here to help and support. <laughs> and shame has told them whatever certain lies. And so I got a hold of this one client. This is a few years ago, actually. And I was like, Hey, you know, how, how are things going? Finally got a hold of her. And she's like, Oh, not so good. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like what's going on? And she says, well, I had some pizza over the weekend. And I was like, yum, <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, but I'm not supposed to be eating pizza. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? And so then, you know, it opened up this conversation where I was like, do you, do you struggle with shame? Like in your relationship with God, is that, is that a dynamic for you? And she's like, well, yeah, of course. Like I want to, I want to do really good for him. I want to try and do my best. And when I fall short, I feel really bad. And I'm like, okay. And it was through her approach to eating that this was revealed and that we realized like, this is actually the avenue we need to, like, I can tell her, hey, these are the most nutrient dense foods, but she's just going to put that into a category of do and don't. What we actually need to address is this shame piece and understanding God's grace and his heart. And so with that said, I would love to hear a little bit more. What are some of those practical ways for people to partner with God? Because I, you know, and 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 in their health, right? So it's like, we we definitely want to cultivate that relationship with God. But then how does it look like to integrate it? Because there just aren't models of that. We don't hear it. You don't hear it in church. You don't hear it anywhere unless you listen to, <laughs> to Lauren's podcast or this podcast. It's just not a common topic. So what are those practical ways? 
I mean, I feel like first and foremost, it's prioritizing spending time with the Lord, right? And, yeah. and developing that relationship. Like their relationships take time. Like our relationship with God is no different than a relationship with people in yeah. in the sense that you have to communicate, you have to talk, you have yeah. to get to know each other. And God's given us his word that tells us all the things about him. And so we have access to that. And we get to like, prayer is not just a asking of all of the things. Yes, that is an aspect of prayer, but prayer is simply communicating with God. And so you yeah. get to ask him questions. You get to listen for his input. And just, I never heard those types of things growing yeah. up. Like when I became a believer in Jesus Christ, I I didn't learn that relationship aspect. It wasn't until years later that I even had the idea of like, oh my gosh, I guess I could ask God questions and then wait for him to answer my question. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's prayer. That's communicating with the Lord. And then I think this idea of worship, worshiping the Lord is, is a big key. Like feeling like, first of all, I'm going to say that worship is more than, than just music, right? right. I think in American right. church culture, that's what we've drilled it down to is that yeah. it's just this music and it's played by people who are very musical and <laughs> things, right. But worship is really a posture of your heart. Amen. And so it comes down to where, where is the posture of your heart when it comes to your health? Mm -hmm. Is it, I want to pursue the Lord first and foremost and whatever he asked me to do, I'm going to surrender it and do those things. Or is it a, and this comes back to the shame thing, or is it a, I feel like I need to fix myself up in my health because I'm not good enough. Mm. So I'm going to kind of split my focus and come over there. And then when I'm coming to worship the Lord, like, yes, he is good and he's awesome and he's all things, but I still have these other areas. I have to fix these before I come to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I think being so focused and with our heart postured towards the Lord first helps us to live more fully in that, in that truth that his grace is sufficient for us. And we get to just walk with him through it. I, we nailed that in. So I'm not going to say that again, but so one mm -hmm. way is, is spending time with the Lord, prioritizing yeah. time with the Lord. And yeah. that's going to look different depending on the season that you're in. Like it may yes. look like getting up super early in the morning and having 30 minutes to an hour before your kids get up or before you go to work or your, before your day starts, right. It may look like that. Or it may look like, you know, you drop your kids off at school or whatever, or you're driving to work and you're driving in silence because you just want to soak in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Or it's you're blasting that worship song that has been stuck in your head that the Lord probably planted there, by the way. So you should ask him about that. Yeah. Um, like blasting that and just worshiping your heart out for him. Or it's... um having a Bible open on your counter as you're running around doing all your chores for the day. And you're just meditating on a couple of verses that, that you feel like the Lord has like pla placed on your heart and you're talking to him about that and meditating on it throughout the day. Like it's going to look different depending on the season, but it has to be a priority to want to develop that relationship with him. If you ever want to feel this freedom and this confidence in your health, because you're not going to be able to pursue that unless you are pursuing it through a lens of pursuing a relationship with the Lord first. Like that is my experience, Robin. I think that's your experience too. Mm -hmm. And the thing that we're so passionate about mm -hmm. is if you aren't understanding how to receive the love of God in relationship with him, then nothing else is going to make a difference for you. Like as hard of a truth as that is to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. I, I've got goose. This is the second time I got goosebumps from stuff you're saying, <laughs> but, but I, I, 
think it's so important to have that expectation that we can hear him. We mm-hmm. can hear the Lord. Like he's, he is constantly speaking to us. He wants to talk to us. He wants us to hear his heart, to have his perspective in our approach in every aspect of our life, including health. Mm-hmm. And I also love those examples that you gave because I think when you first started saying like, you know, maybe it's getting up, you know, super early and have that 30 minutes to an hour. And I was like, oh, like <laughs> just in my own self, I was like, well, <laughs> that ideally, but those, <laughs> sorry. Um, I'm not getting a lot of sleep these days. Um, Mr. My, my 13 month old still thinks that he's a newborn and should wake up and drink milk in the middle of the night. I'm like, but baby, <laughs> so, but anyways, those other examples that you gave are so perfect and so helpful because I think that's the thing is I think you and I both, we work with a lot of people who feel overwhelmed. They feel busy. The idea of starting a healthy lifestyle, implementing, adding new habits. It's just like, ah, like it feels like too much. And a lot of times people want to wait until the perfect time of like, okay, now I can do it because I want, when I start, I want to be able to do it perfectly. Right. But you're like, Hey, like, first of all, we're going to start with seeking the Lord. And if that feels overwhelming because you can't get up at the butt crack of dawn <laughs> before all the kids wake up, like, you know, I, I even love that idea of having the Bible open on the counter. Like, and it's like, it'd be right there while you're doing dishes and you look over and you're like, ah, oh, like, and you stop and you think and you listen. I love, you know, there's so much that can happen in the car. The car can be church, like mm-hmm. listening, praising the Lord or even um something I'll do too. Although I still am trying to find a good voice, but you can listen to the Bible as well. And, yeah. you know, just and replay the same verse, or you can even record yourself saying it. You know, there's so many different ways to make it work throughout the day that I think is so key. And because it's this communion, this relationship. Also, I love that you said too, it, it takes time. Yeah. Everything takes time. And I think that's the not so sexy side of how we approach supporting people in their health is like, it takes time to come to know the Lord and cultivate that kind of relationship with him. It takes time to create habits. It will be hard. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. Like hard doesn't mean bad. And I think I don't know if it's our culture or what it is, but it's like, oh, if this is hard, then it's, I'm probably not good at it. It's, see, this is why it doesn't work. Ah, see, it's, it's, it's not good. I was like, yeah. well, hold up a second. Like mm-hmm. you've had decades of living a certain way and approaching life, you know, with your certain habits. It's going to take a couple months, maybe even a couple years to get these habits in place. But in light of 20, 30, 40 years, that's not so bad, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so. As we're kind of like round and third base here with this, what, you know, someone's listening and she's, she's picking up what you're putting down, Lauren. <laughs> what? And, but maybe she's feeling, she's feeling far away from God. She, she's like, okay, I've never heard God's voice. I've never heard his voice. And that sounds really nice. It does. But maybe they like, maybe she already feels discouraged. Maybe she already feels, or like, that's not, like you said, like I was never taught that in church. That wasn't my approach. So what encouragement do you have for her to get started? What are are those like very simple things she can start doing? Yeah. I mean, I feel like the the first thing I want to say is like, know the truth, Mm. Um, which, you know, we're told in scripture that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Right. Amen. Um, And, you know, he is the word and the word of God, the Bible, like that's our truth. What God says about us is truth. And so, um, 
understanding truth helps us overcome lies, right? It helps us start to recognize the lies. And so, you know, that feeling of I'm far from God. Okay. Well, I know that the Bible says if I believe in Jesus, that he lives, his Holy Spirit lives in me. Amen. Far from God. That's not possible based on the truth that I believe. Right. And so it's little things like that, like starting to recognize, oh, I, I just had that thought and I know that that's not true. Yeah. But how do you learn the truth? You spend time in, in the word, you spend time yeah. with God and letting his truth soak into you. And so I'm just going to start, you know, by saying like the Lord loves you more than you can imagine. Right. Scripture tells us that nothing can separate you from the love of God. There's no condemnation that you, you get to live in the free gift of grace through Jesus's death and resurrection. That's all truth. That is truth. You can receive right now. You can pray in your head even right now. I'll give you a second. I receive that truth, Jesus. Yeah, pause this, pray yeah. it. Yeah. Receive the truth that the Lord has for you. Um, speak that truth over yourself, right? And keep studying into it. But I also want to say too, like, remember that your journey isn't going to look like anyone else's, mm-hmm. right? We talked about this a little bit. Like it's unique because God loves you too much to create you like someone else. Yep. And so the foods and the exercise... And even your relationship with the Lord, those, those things that you need, they're going to look different from someone else's and that's okay. Mm-hmm. So like my last encouragement is like, seriously lean into the Lord and ask him where he wants you to go and what he wants you to do. And then practice walking in full surrender in those things, yeah. keeping your eyes fixed on him and not like looking to the left and looking to the right and comparing yourself with anyone else. Mm -hmm. Just truly knowing and understanding that God's grace and love for you is sufficient. It's all you need. And he is going to lead you down the path that he wants when you are seeking. So good. The goosebumps again. And just, and because God's word is powerful. I mean, all those different scriptures that you referenced are, are the truth and are powerful. And, and I think (laughs) those are some fighting words to the enemy. Like you are addressing those lies. Like oftentimes it is the lies that need to be handled Mm -hmm. and identified. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, I mean, that's one of the first steps is like you said, as you gain the truth, like those lies are no longer going to be able to hide and, you know, be perceived as just these thoughts or even reality. of just like, wait a second, Mm -hmm. this, this doesn't have to be my life. This doesn't have to be how I see things. This doesn't have to be how I approach my health. And that's powerful. And I know people, you know, yes, we can give you the nutrition tips. We can give you the exercise tips. But if you do not have what's true about who you are Mm -hmm. as a follower of Jesus, the worth and value you have so that you know that it does make a lot of sense for you to have a functioning body to go out there and love and serve in all the ways you're called to. Again, you're like Lauren's story, like you're just chasing a certain look you're, until you you're emaciated and you're you're no longer you know even on the path to health and so uh yeah i this is so so good and i i want to keep keep digging into it but for i guess if nothing else maybe it's a, a wedding of the palate because for people who want to hear more from you of this super super good spirit filled scripture rich conversation where can people find you how do they get a hold of you where can they follow you for sure i hang out on my podcast it's called the healthy and Unli- healthy and empowered living podcast hmm. that was harder than it should have been um, 
but yeah, healthy and empowered living. That's the name of my podcast. I, uh, that's pretty much the only place I hang out. I do have a private Facebook group called joyful health for Christian moms. If there's any moms listening that want to hop into that group, um, we talk about the things that are happening on the podcast and get into some discussions about things like that. And it's just a great place to find support and encouragement. Um, but yeah, you can check me out on my podcast, um, or my website's healthy and empowered living.com. So super easy. Perfect. And I can vouch for I'm in that group and I love what Lauren posts in there and I've found value for myself in there as well. So I will put all those things in the show notes so y'all can listen to the Healthy and Empowered Living podcast and jump into that group. And yeah, I guess check your website, whatever they feel like doing. But with that said, thank you so much, Lauren, for hopping on and sharing your truth and wisdom. And I'm pretty sure we're going to have to do this again. So (laughs) definitely, definitely. Thanks for having me on. It was a blast. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group, The Made Well Mastermind. Use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.